welcome, welcome to the Hermit Style Podcast with your hosts, Jimmy Bacon and Mike Runchuti, talking all about the Dragon Ball Super Card Game, presented by Team TCG Mafia and produced by Lobat. Yo, yo, yo! What is up, everybody? Hermistyle Podcast. We're back. It is Wednesday, December 30th, almost end of the year. Mike's here with me. Yep, I'm here. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a little... I mean, it's been cool for me. I have three days off, holidays. I've had uh, the past week and a half off. Been off not, since, I'm not as cool as Mike. Yeah, so I've just been chilling, playing a lot of World of Warcraft, leveling this warrior, trying to get this gear, you know? Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. <laughs> it's been a long, hard grind, but I'm close to where I want to be, so hopefully we can get there by Sunday night. I can imagine. Yeah, nope. I know nothing about World of Warcraft. I've been playing some Warzone again, though. Fuck Rebirth, bro. <laughs> I'm tired of that mode already. Yo, let us know. Do you like Rebirth or not? Yeah. We I don't know, know if I like it. I hate it. I like. I there's think times it, where I like it, and then there's times where I hate it. I like it when I get on, and it's my first like couple games to warm up my trigger finger. But nah. After that, after that, I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, yo, it feels good though because they're faster. And then if you do well, you it makes you want to play it again. Yeah. Because like you'll like we kept finishing like top five every time. Yeah. And it's if, it, if it's it's like a feel good. That's true. But man, it's like starter Frieza. It feels good. <laughs> you want to keep doing it. You get the pot on turn. And then it just never works out. That shit is terrible. I got, I think, four wins right now up there. Last time I checked, I think it's four wins. And I do not enjoy it. It's, mm, I don't know. It's like too many people. Like me, I can shoot the guns pretty decently, but I just can't, like, keep up with the pace of the game. <laughs> I'm like, nah. Yeah. But anyways. I've had a fantastic week, though. I won our fantasy football league. Jim did win. I am the champ. I'm in Kamara, real good, you know. Super Kamario. <laughs> That's a pretty good nickname. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he had one of the best games ever in football oh. for a running back. <laughs> and he got him off this trade in our league that everybody's mad about now. Everyone's mad about, although it only worked out for me the best in this week. Every other week it was terrible. Every other week it was terrible, but apparently I'm I'm the, the horrible, horrible person. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just my cousin that thinks that, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's just my cousin. He's just the loudest. He is loud. It's so a bacon thing. There's like 20 uh, notifications about this just popping up on my thing. I'm like, damn, Dan, can you not talk about this Kamara <laughs> trade? Yeah, it was me and my cousin in our Super Bowl, and he is very salty. A funny story, though. My dad was talking to his dad, mm-hmm. uh, my uncle, and uh, they, my dad was like, oh, yeah, I think the boys are in a, a like fantasy football Super Bowl. And my Uncle Ed was like, yeah, I think Dan lost. And my dad was like, why? He was like, I don't know. He keeps walking around the house saying, I hate football and I'm never watching it again. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was weak. But uh, yeah, hopefully Dan's listening. So you, I just just a reminder that I won. Yeah. If you're listening, Dan, you lost. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and we had Christmas. It's been a lot. How was yeah. your Christmas? Oh, it was real good. Jim got me this autographed Mark Ingram jersey. That shit is so sweet. I'm like, damn, I got to get some nails and hang this stuff up in my room. I was like, I was pumped, man. Mark Ingram is my favorite Alabama running back. Like Heisman Trophy winner. Only one that's like close to him in my book, not NFL wise, but college football. Trent Richardson. I did like him a lot in Alabama. But obviously Derrick Henry is probably the best Alabama running back. But, you know, regards, uh, Mark Ingram is my guy, though. 
I was I was pumped. That's probably the coolest present I've gotten somebody. I was like, damn, I hope he really likes Mark Ingram, like he said. No, no, Alabama's my football team. Roll Tide, baby. Julio Jones, that's the team. If y'all if y'all are into signed sport memorabilia, they're not a sponsor or anything. But if you go to Pristine Auction, you can get wild deals on there. Yeah, I actually need to start looking up there because I would like to have like all my favorite Alabama players. There was a Keenan Allen jersey that was like forty dollars signed. Insane. Keenan Allen. He, that's wild because he, he went to Cal also. So like I would think that that would go Crazy. for more. You just got to look. They have stuff up there all the time. But uh, but you had a good Christmas? Yeah, on? I did. I say my girl got me a, a new Franco gold necklace. Uh, so that was cool. And then MJ got a bunch of stuff. You know, baby, always getting the good stuff. Oh, yeah. Had, he got Jim and them got him this cool like uh, learning table. He loves that thing. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit because he keeps trying to say, learn how to say German and hello. And I'm like, I don't really need him saying (laughs) German words to me while trying to learn how to talk because he's only, he's only 12 months. So, you know, he's like trying to figure out words. So if you start saying German hello to me, I don't realize that he's speaking. I don't know. That part is like, I'm like, God damn it. Now I got to learn German. Hello. But other than that, that that toy is dope. Nice. nice. And then they got this cute Super Mario sweater. I think he had it on the other day. Actually, on fucking Monday, actually. I think I put it on him. It was cute, though. And then my mom made cheesecake when she was in town. That was great. My mom Ooh. makes the most delicious cheesecake. Um, yeah, but it's been good, though. It's been real nice. good. I got Jim some draft box six. I was going to say, yeah, Mike hooked me up with a draft box. Yo, the pools, too. Mm. Yeah, I they, were, they were real nice. I pulled the Demigra. We pulled, uh, what else? I got the Slug. You got chilled, right? Uh, yep. I got a chilled. It was, it was nice. It was, it was a nice box. That was right in time too. Cause all these cards are going up now. Cause I announced mm-hmm. stimulus mm-hmm. check. Oh no, that was, so, that was a real nice gift. So, uh, if I was you, super pumped. If you're say for the listeners, uh, buy all your draft boxes cards like yeah. ASAP because, uh, they're just going up stimulus check right in time, making mm-hmm. people raise. We their saw prices. last stimulus check prices went wild it, for this game. Yeah. So I expect to have the same thing happening. Get your demigras now. Mm-hmm. They've gone up from 20 to 30. They're going to keep climbing. Mm-hmm. Get your chills. Get all of them. Like any yeah, cards you yeah, think you just want, just get, them, just get them ASAP yeah. because we're going to see cards being like 50, 60 bucks. that have no business being 50, 60 bucks. Oh yeah. But yeah, man, I had a good Christmas too. I like it, you know, Mike got me some dope presents and uh, we just had a good time. Spent some time with the family. Got to see Bree's family, my girlfriend. We went over, had Christmas breakfast with them. So that was cool. And then Christmas dinner with my family. So we don't see him as much during COVID. So it was, was, you know, it was cool. It was cool. But uh, let's get into news. News from the lookout. All right. So first on the list to talk about is obviously, I think the biggest news we've gotten the ban list. Oh yeah, uh, very disappointing. There's a lot of things that should have happened on that ban list, and they did. They didn't. And I feel like Bandai dropped the ball. So I was like, oh, worst list ever. Yeah, I wasn't too keen on it. Uh, we'll start with Trunks to one. I, it's fine. I think it's either ban or let the card be at four. This putting cards to one nonsense is stupid to me. I agree. I mean, I agree. It's stupid because no one's gonna mess with it. I mean, yeah. it's just it's it's a turn one, turn two play. Mm-hmm. You're so, never gonna play it. Yeah. So I, I I don't like that. Um, I definitely think that they should just left the trunks at four and just ban Splinter Mine. I'm at, I'm on the get rid. I of think Spl- they should have just banned Vigex. Honestly, the leader. Not nah, the, the leader's fine. I think that we gotta have that leader. I think the leader limits design space. I think they just need to print a more reasonable black leader. So. That might be true, but I think what's going to happen is like we see all these other black leaders coming out and they just don't burst cards. So I, I have this feeling that we're going to, we're starting to see like they don't care much for burst or the things that do want to burst kind of like Dark Broly, like they want like 
they're going to be designed to work within the archetype and not be able to go in for gags. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean that's the trend the game's been going for the past year, I'd say. It's yeah. like very arc. Archetype heavy. Yeah. heavy. So, so I'm okay with Vigex being Vigex as long as Splintering Mind is not a card it can use. And the fact that it can still can use Splintering Mind really pissing me off. Because like Beguiled Warrior, yeah, that, yeah, that's bricky, but people still going to do it though. And you have that, I haven't looked too much in set 12, but there's that card. I don't even know the name of it. There's some extra card. It doesn't work in Vigex. Oh, it doesn't work in Vigex. No, okay. I thought it did work. Uh, I apologize. I was wrong because I forgot that Vigex is half trunks. Oh, right. Yeah, he's yeah, part yeah. earthling. He's, he's part earthling. Yeah. I completely forgot. Slip in mind, you know, because he just looks like Vegeta and like, you know, but whatever. So it doesn't work. But I mean, the Beguile Warrior play is going to be what people are on. And I just don't think that's appropriate. Like, we shouldn't have that going on in this game. But hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with it. I think it's still a deck. But oh, it's definitely still definitely a deck. Definitely still a deck. Uh, but then they, so they banned No Escape Son Goku. I think that's just strictly because of the cards coming out in set 12. Yeah, that, that destroyed design. It's like, they literally like, oh, is it four card, four decks they had coming out are unplayable because of that card. So you got to get rid of that. That that, that was yeah. a, that was a good ban. Oh, yeah. And then the Dark Broly errata. I'm tired of the word errata being oh, used. Oh, my God. Just ban the Dark Broly, bro. I don't even care. No, first of all, it's barely played. It's barely played. You know, I mean, they didn't need to do anything to it. They did not need to do anything to so, it. But if you don't like it, just just get rid of just it. Just get rid of it. Like, nobody would have cried. Like, the SPR right now, that card is $4. And the SR is I'm about like to need to carry a fucking notebook with me of every errata. <laughs> that exists. <laughs> I mean, it's actually terrible. And the errata is something. So it's like it has to be done by a non-leader effect. Well, what leader effect is taken no, away? It's, well, it's non-keyword skill. Non-keyword skill? Okay. Yeah. Either, regardless, it doesn't matter. It's stupid. I, I don't like I, it. I, it's, yeah, it was very... That was the weirdest one, I think, for sure. It was yeah. unnecessary. And then they uh, and then Reboot Gohan banned for best of one. Yeah. Why is there a BO1 ban list? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that they shouldn't have a BO1 ban list. It didn't need to be banned for best of one. Right. It didn't need to be banned <laughs> for best of one. I'm actually upset because now people are going to play Majin Fujita, which is a much better aggressive leader <laughs> to me. Then reboot maybe, that, maybe Bandai was with us and just tired of people's shit on reboot go on. They're like, you know what? We're just not gonna let them do it anymore. Yeah, we're not gonna let them be dumb. That I mean, if you just play the gates, you beat the deck, right? So, if you're a listener, you know we we are not fans yeah, of, are, of considering the deck as a good deck. I don't think a good good deck. Bo one, bo three, bo a hundred. I just, think you can get lucky. I think I can also get lucky with any deck in this game. When I beat Ali Cardoza, who is the reboot Gohan champion of fucking everybody playing reboot Gohan, I was like, man, this is free. I'm up here laughing my ass off while playing, not even having to think. I so, remember. <laughs> I was, I was like, there. I'm like, this can't be. We're just no, hanging out. No disrespect, to Ali Cardoza. You know, cool guy. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, it's the deck he's playing. The deck just isn't good. I understand why he played it though. Yeah, you, you just, just disrespect everyone in the game. Yeah, steamroll people. When people are like, hey man. I'm playing no negates in my deck. Yeah, you just kill them. Sure. Yeah, screw them. They could have just banned Feet Command Mayha, though. They could have. That would have solved all of it, right? Yeah. If, I, if you can't beat Reboot Gohan and they gave you seven life to your hand, you suck. Okay, here's <laughs> what I don't understand. They ban Reboot Gohan, but they don't ban Vigex, and they yeah. limit Trunks to one. Well, this doesn't make any sense. None of it makes sense. Like, legitimately, I'm like, I can't imagine a world where I single get single strike down and every life went to my hand and I'm somehow losing. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't sound right. No, not at all. But that's the ban list. That's what we got. I mean, it's whatever. I'm not like super sh- mad about sell, it. A lot of people want to sell to go to four. The three mm-hmm. drop sell. That yeah. was never going to happen. I'm going to tell you now. The sequence of plays are stupid. Someone plays Demigra turn one. Plus, all right, now they have Dorm Potential and Frieza online. Turn two, do whatever the stupid turn two plays in their deck. I don't know. It, different green decks do different things. Sure. sure. And in turn three, play sell. Uh, resolve sell chain. And still have Frieza and Demigra, Demigra and Doran Potential up to protect. No, no, sir. 
we're not playing this game. That's a game you and automatically... And there's so many other cards you can just rip an extra card out to. Yeah. So, like, Earthshine, Smell, Kamei, Mayha, Bionic, Blitz, You just played the Toa Over Realm, like, back yeah, in the day. Everything. <laughs> like, it's, that is inappropriate and was never going to happen. So, you guys can give that dream up. As long as Dora Potential and Nat Frieza are legal cards to be played in this game, you'll never see Cell back at four. I won't complain if they do it, but I agree with you. And then Unyielding Trunks should have came off the list. Uh, blue ag- Blue-based aggro decks suck. They're not real. Uh, I don't care. Like the days of me playing one drop, uh, take a life, double strike. I am curve. all for unyielding chunks. Give me my oob at full power well, again. They they need to. Um, I just don't see a world where those type of cards matter. Like if my opponent goes, I'm playing double strike Kaba, saying Kaba, take a life attack, unyielding chunks. I can play. Who cares? In this game right now, that's not good. I I want you to go, guys. Go, if you don't believe me, go try playing one of those decks against any of the top decks in the well, format. Well, here's here's the thing. Top aggro decks. Like okay, so you take Vigex, right? I don't even need to spend energy. I don't need to untap it. Exactly. It's all free. Everything's free. Or they're so cost efficient and they're not in the color blue. Like now everybody's like, oh, it would have been so good in Janimba. Uh, would it be that Janimba chain is so interactable with that? I don't think that's good. So it probably would have helped that. Sure. But that deck is terrible. So again, yeah. what are we doing here? No, I agree. Um, but anyways, that's ban list. Uh, you know, it's, it's whatever though. I mean, I'm not going to like sit and be mad about it. It's just, no. it is what it is. I, mean, I, I never really care. Whatever they, they want they to do, didn't they ban do. My cards I wanted actually banned, but we'll talk about them later because someone asked a someone, question in the mailbag, so yeah, I answered yeah. in. But they definitely could have done better, though. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next piece of news: the last of the SBRs are revealed. The arts. So if you want to check those out, um, King Piccolo Mike, Unison, real pretty. I was gonna say, did it change your mind? Oh yeah. Did it make you feel better? Oh yeah. That King Piccolo Unison is the prettiest card. I think I've ever seen any card game. We're, seen we're always have such different opinions on art. I think yeah. it's okay. I think that card is fucking amazing. I need to see. I think it is a card that could easily be a repeat of Majin Vegeta from last set where you see it in person and you're like, man, this looks bad. If it's a repeat of Majin Vegeta, I'm, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <mad>. <laughs> on paper right now with the sample stamp on it, it looks like it's the best card looking card in this game. So I'm pumped. Um, yeah, I actually really liked the red Piccolo Jr. I thought he looked sweet, that SPR. Yeah, it doesn't look bad. He's got his like, hands going out. and I don't know. I thought he looked cool. He doesn't look bad. No, I like that one. Uh, so anyways, if you want to look at those, they're on the official Facebook page and, of course, their website. And then they also, this wasn't really announced, announced, but you can find it. I actually, for once, I actually agree that this one was pretty buried in the website. So I don't even, I, I'm not going to rag on anybody for not knowing this, but the judge promos are revealed. Oh yeah, they look terrible. Yeah, not not the best. I mean, I'm gonna pick up secret identities. Yeah, they they put up secret identity mass saying so that's cool. The rest I don't care about. Yeah. They reprinted the U nine dog weird. super combo, the, the the Sorrel or whatever his name yeah, is. Soray. 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 Nobody want that crap. Like, yeah, it very strange picks for this one. But I don't know. Judge a lot of times they do pick some strange cards. Yeah, they do. But this is way too many busts. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's cool they picked a couple of draft box cards just to put some more draft box out there, but I would not have picked those ones. Uh, but if you, if you like any of them, they have three drop Haru Haru. They have Gallic Cannon and Uneasy Alliance on Goku from draft box. Uh, they've got the green. I think he's a two drop Lord Slug. Yeah. Uh, they've got the two, two of the Vecus, and then there is a Tora and a Bojack. So that, I'm yeah, out. Whatever. <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm getting secret identities and that is where I'll stop. Uh, anyways, also, since we now we have, we know that field cards have the horizontal art. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you tap them, you flip them upside down. Yeah. You 180 them. Yeah, you, don't, you, 180 you don't 90 them. degree. Like you do a normal card. You 180 the card. Yes. Um, 
that's going to be tricky, but <laughs> people are talking about how people are going to try and like, I don't know, somehow cheat with energy. I don't know. I thought it was, it's I, whatever. People are always looking for a way to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just pay attention. Pay attention. <laughs> uh, then we have tack gaming shipped their prizing. Finally. Oh uh, yeah. I need these finals. I need, I need the applaud button on my, uh, on our little uh, mixer here yeah. because thank God. But here's the thing. They messed up again in doing this. They messed up again. I didn't tell you this part. So this will be a surprise to you so I can get your live reaction. I got my tracking, mm -hmm. right? Now, mind you, keep in mind, everybody, this is from October. October finals, November tournament, and December finals, right? Yeah. All three tournaments. So we are, what, October to November, November to December. Yeah. So we're already three months in, right? Yeah. Since Since the first tournament that we should have prizing for. The tracking says it may not come till February. They use some weird ass company I've never heard of to ship all of these items to everybody. And the date goes from like sometime in the middle of January till the start of February. They got me fucked up. Hold on. <laughs> now I need to check my emails. It's awful. It's I have no idea why. Now, and here's the thing. I understand that they did what they could. They didn't get the prizing, but I've got questions for these people <laughs> at this point. I need to know one. Why did every other company get their prizing before you? Like, I understand, man, that I didn't ship it to you, but why did it take you from October till what three weeks ago to get Bandai to send it to you? Shouldn't that be your uh, responsibility to be like, hey, Bandai, we didn't get our stuff? I think so. So I have that question for them. And then, two, why, if it's this late, are you then going to use the slowest shipping service I've ever seen in my entire life? I don't like this at all. No, I was pretty pissed. By the time we get these cards, the value is it's all going to plummet. Yeah. I, I don't know if this is my people or not. Well, what's going on here? I got to call these people. All right. Yeah. So not, I mean, good news at ship, but not the best news because we get to wait even longer. So at this point, if you played in the first finals tournament, congratulations. After about four months, you will get your irrelevant prizing. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah. Two sets have come out since then. Two sets. You know what? Tat Gaming, if you're listening to us, do better next time, please. Do better. And you know, I, I don't, honestly, I don't even, I have these questions, but I honestly don't even want to hear their answers. Just do better. Yeah. Be more it. responsible. Stay on, if you're going to run these big tournaments, stay on top of them. And if, if Bandai's, you know what? Hold Bandai accountable then. Yeah. You know what? Just PPG pass, didn't have problems. Pass it off to PPG. Like, you know, I know it's probably some Please pass great incentive to you doing it like from them, but just pass PG. You and then I saw the one of the people that run TAC Gaming, they were complaining. They were like, because someone was like, well, Top Cut Events is already, they. you both said you didn't get them, but they already sent theirs out. I got my stuff from Top Cut Events already. And they were like, well, yeah, but we unfortunately, we aren't as fortunate as Top Cut to have so many people working. It's like, well, if you didn't have the staff to properly run this tournament, then maybe... You shouldn't have ran, ran the damn tournament. tournament. Yeah. I mean, also, I know there's a lot of unemployed people during COVID right now. Hire some people, please. Guess, something. Hire some high school or a winter break. Like, yeah, Tell them to package some stuff. Temp work, baby. That's a yeah, real thing. I don't know. So I won't talk anymore about that because we're already going pretty late uh, on news. But uh, a couple things about hermit style news. One, uh, we are going to introduce a new segment per season. Mm -hmm. uh, we got our boy Trevor. We talked about him before. You guys know Broken Honor. His yeah. link's always in the description. Uh, he is going to come on and do a market watch segment once a season when new sets drop. Yep. I say, I like the idea that, you know, he keeps up with the stuff, you know, he's his, his YouTube. He does really well with the market. People really enjoy his, if you haven't checked them out, he does a really good job on market watch yeah. videos. 
So I figured we have him up here for the people who don't watch his market watch videos. And also just like, I feel like he's the best person I've seen do market watch videos. Yeah. Because he, ta- he, he takes the time. Yeah, he takes time. He's always looking. And like when we hang out, I hang out with Trevor a lot outside of Dragon Ball. We're like, we're just like real close friends actually. And uh, he's always looking at TCG player. He lives up there. Yeah. I'm like, all right, man. He's like, did you know this card's up $2 today? I'm like, <laughs> sure. He's like a trader, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's like treating it like it's the stock market or something. Yeah. But that's cool. Trevor's though. future is in New York, bro. Mm-hmm. Need to get out of a small town for UB, you know? Uh, but yeah, so that, that should be dope. That'll come sometime next season. You got basically every time a major set releases, we start yeah. a new season of the, of the podcast because it's really a whole new format, new things mm-hmm. to talk about. And so definitely look out for that. And then we have our, uh, giveaway is oh, ending. Yeah. So if you're listening to the podcast on Friday, when I release it, this is your last day to get in the, mm-hmm. the, once the new year hits midnight of the new year, you can no longer gain your entry. So we have a December XP event in the Discord. Here's how you join. One, you get in the Discord and assign yourself the Turtle School pupil role. It's very, 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 very simple. You click a link, go to the welcome channel, and react to the post. That's it. Very easy. I have so far only had one person who didn't know how to do it, and uh, I laughed a little bit at them and then told them how to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but and, and I'm just giving you a hard time, whoever that was. I don't remember. But it, it is very simple. I'm happy to help you if you don't know how. And then if you talk in the Discord and you do things to, you know, like if you play games and just interact, you get additional XP. And as you gain levels, you can gain more entries. So we have a special event going on where if you like, if you leave us a review, you get a mm-hmm. bunch of XP. So uh, definitely check that Hop out. in the Discord. I just got a new webcam set up. Play me. I'm looking for some games. Bro, the Discord's popping. Yeah, people playing games all the time in there. It's pretty I cool. I did not think it would have been this successful already. Yeah. say It's pretty crazy because you could go in there a lot of times and just someone's randomly playing somebody in there. Bro, you could have gone in at 2 a.m. last night. There were literally two different games going with multiple people, people watching. Wa- that's true. 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. If you want to play Dragon Ball, jump in the Discord. Mm-hmm. I agree. I say I'm in there. I'm down to play now. So Yeah, and we've got some fantastic players in oh, there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you guys see Chesco in there, well, Jurassic in there, yeah. they are probably two of the best players I know. Yeah, they're very they're, good. They're up there. They're definitely, Jurassic may be one of the best players to ever uh, be in the game. Jurassic is the best player to ever play the game. I have never beat this man. Really I have no me. arguments. <laughs> like, I'm like, God damn, I need to beat him. But I don't want to play them though, so. <laughs> it may never so yeah, jump jump in the Discord. A lot of sweet stuff going in there. Let's get into the main topic. Turtle School Weekly Focus. All right, so we are doing the second half of DBS history. If you missed the first half, just stop. Go listen to the last episode. Oh, so, yeah, it's a dope said, episode. And then you know, then come back to this part in this podcast, and we'll resume. Yeah. So. We're gonna, we left off after that Nats. Uh, yeah, for, so first, so we went from basically set one all the way up to the first national tournament with Jordan Markle, one with Storm. Yep. So now we hit January, uh, Clash of Fates drops, and everybody's hyping up Red Red Freeze a swap. Yeah, this is set uh, six. And the, I'm out of the game at this yeah, point. Yeah, Jimmy's actually. out at this point. Jimmy's. I took a break. Mm-hmm. I sold I, out, actually. I sold all my stuff to all the locals for 50% off. Yep. Uh, they were so kind. To when mm-hmm. I came back, a lot of them sell me cards at 90% TCG. Very, very kind of them. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dirt. But uh, so, yeah, I was still playing. I didn't, I actually have not taken a break since I got in. So, like, I was playing uh, the decks in the format that everybody said still storm, not gone yet. Uh, don't know why it's not gone yet. We've been begging. Please get rid of it. People were still playing Cell Chain, but it wasn't very good. Shin, Shinron, uh, Gogeta was still around, but it was like the boogeyman deck, but we all kind of knew that it 
Storm was keeping it like from really being that good. Then there was this weird Shinron hand control deck that people were playing. Yeah, I remember that. Like it was, I do remember like, this. I knew about it. Yeah, like it was it was really cool, but and it did top. Like I mean, people played it and they topped with it. So it's a, it's a real deck. And then there was the Janimba deck still running around. And then there was, like I said, the the Frieza deck that can't Frieza swap. Uh, I lost round one to Frieza swap. Peter Katani. I was like, God damn, Peter. You know, uh. That deck wasn't very good, to be honest. It was good for the format, but not very good deck, though. Um, but hey, sometimes that's all it takes, right? Ryan Severin beat Eric Goodwin in the championship that weekend in the Janimba Mirror match. So while Storm is still the best deck, Janimba was just very annoying in the fact that, like, mill two, please. It's <laughs> so defensive. Yeah, it's so defensive. And you just mill people out. Yeah, I don't know. That deck, that deck was dominant at that time. And then we move on to the next format after that. Because those yeah, are all- March March is the next set that yeah. drops. We get set six in March. And there was a tournament. There was like there was an ARG, I believe, in the middle of there. And I want to say Janimba won that also. Janimba- I wish we had like a site that kept all the results of every major tournament. Yeah, I wish there was. I know Carta Magica, the Canadian company, TO, they had tournaments and people were playing in them. Uh I think Storm won one up there during this time frame. But it's just one of those things where it was like, we can't find all the all the winners, but we know that the majority of decks in the room are Storm and Janimba. They make up about 60% of the room. And then you had like Red Pan, because people still play Pan at this time, Shinron, Gogeta, and like random other decks. Uh, the next one is March, you said. That's Starter yep. Broly. Star- that's, starter Broly drops. This, Green Starter Broly, yep, yeah. That's, the celebrations are happening during this time, actually. Yep. Starter Broly drops and set, set six drops. Starter Broly and Kid Kidku Kid Koo was the deck at this time. It was Kid Koo, Starter Broly were the two decks everybody had their eyes on. Janimba still being a deck in the room because um, it never goes away. Janimba does not go away from this game until this year. Oh, my God. I was so happy when Janimba like, left. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Janimba left this game invoker time. Like, invokers when it left. It just wasn't good enough to beat decks like that. So, you know, Janimba went away. But so we're talking about all 2019 Janimba is relevant, though. Um, but starter deck Broly was crazy. Uh, Sublet, uh, he actually wins a celebrations opening weekend of that set with the set against Kid Ku, Isaiah Herring. That deck, both those decks are very good. Everybody knew they were good. Uh, Red, Red Baby, the draft box baby leader, was also being played a lot this time. And you had like yellow Broly good stuff. But then there was also Yellow Broly GT. People were playing Broly GT, and they were playing Yellow Broly good stuff, like with Hide of Mastery into Victory Strike. That was a death. Uh, yellow Broly leader wasn't out yet. Yes, it was. Mm-mm. In March, it was. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played in Celebration. Sorry, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I was thinking of the expansion thing that came yeah, out. Nope. That was the that was the new art of it. That's the new art. Yeah, yeah. Yellow Broly was definitely out. Uh, when did Yellow Broly come out? Uh, Yellow Broly came out in January, I believe. Oh, okay, okay. It was, it was definitely out. See, Jim was out at this time. Jim was just... Yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm trying to like... <laughs> Jim was just getting back in, actually, because he had the Broly GT deck. He he was like, what was a good deck to play? I remember I hooked up the Broly GT deck. Yeah, and well, because I remember when... Because I like Broly. I've always yeah. liked Broly as a character. And I remember when they announced the green Broly starter deck, I was like, oh, this seems cool. And I was at, actually on a snowboarding trip yep. up in Snowshoe. You broke your, not broke your foot, but messed your foot up, right? Uh, no, not that time. That was a different time, but I was on a snowboarding trip and, or maybe I did. 
I might you have. did, bro. Because yeah, I, I don't know. I can't remember all my injuries. But I saw this deck and I was like, oh, this is sweet. And I remember texting Mike while I was on vacation because I was sitting there. On, and I and yeah, you know I was interested because I don't play on untap. <laughs> no, I not. was sitting there on untap like, oh. This is actually kind of sweet. And I was like, look at these lines. I'm like, bro, look at the, look how, look how much you go out this chain so fast. I was like, this is so cool. And, uh, and then I played it a few times and then I was like, mm, this is really boring. This deck's so linear. I'm out. Yeah, it's <laughs> and very, then I, I still didn't come back, but I, I, and then I played a little bit of the GT, yeah, he the yellow Broly GT, mm-hmm. but I still really wasn't back in the game. No, he wasn't traveling or anything. He wasn't even showing up to locals. No, nothing. He just kind of like hanging out with me playing. Cause he was big on Keyforge at this time. Yeah. I, w- I was playing Keyforge and Mike played some Keyforge with with me yeah. but i knew mike like dbs so i would just you know i'd always have a deck just to, to mess around at my house but yeah so danny hype not danny hype but uh, danny win danny hype is danny foes danny win he was showing people the super shinron deck that eventually got super shinron uh rotted but uh it didn't it didn't uh win the tournament it played i think he eliminated in celebration he got eliminated top four and then like we have a solid three months of the format being Super Shinron versus Green Broly and like a couple Janema players with top here and there in these tournaments. Sometimes they'd be the best in Swiss, but they weren't good enough to win. Cause like Super Shinron would punish the Janema player. Like you milled me. Oh baby, I'm getting there faster to take this extra turn. Super Shinron was so busted. That Bulma into the Hida Mastery combo they had figured out. Like Marcus and Tarsi won one and I forget the other person who won one. And then Anthony Hernandez took that both those deck concepts, put them together, and then he started winning with the deck. Super Shinron was just winning, man. It was it was a wild deck. Like, Green Broly almost always won game one against it, but it would just lose game two and three because I'm taking extra turns and I'm playing Haru Haru. All right, you lost. There's no way you're beating me through me having multiple turns with Haru Haru. There's no Doran Potential or any of these type of cards all the time. All you really have is Shocking Death Ball. Not good enough. Yeah, Nimbus. Yeah, no, you didn't play. It was always mono green. They weren't playing Nimbus. Oh right. Yeah, okay. like at first when it first came out, they were playing yellow green. They got away from that because Cobas had went to one during this time. Yeah. Right, so there's right, no right, way. Right. To, there's no reason to even splash like that. So Super Shinron ends up getting errata, making it unplayable. Hoping to get a reboot on Super Shinron one of these days. We hit June. That's when Anniversary Box Toa comes out. Yes. This and this is the first product that I buy. Mm-hmm. in a while and I only bought one and I was like mm. they did some cool reprints some cool arts for this mm-hmm. and I was like I'll bite that sensu bean looks sweet <laughs> yeah so it's like late June it comes out early July that's when it comes out uh, then the ARG Invitational for the year happens uh, I top that tournament actually I make top 8 I lose to Sam Martinez in game 3 because for 2 games straight I could not draw objection what deck were you playing? Uh, Shinran Gogeta of course <laughs> everybody thought the deck was kind of dead at this point and I was like, this deck is never dead. This is the best deck probably in the history of the game. Not really, but that's how I felt about it, though. Uh, it's definitely in the top three, though. It was so powerful. Um, I had figured out how to play very well with the deck playing blue-yellow. A lot of people didn't know how, how to play blue-yellow. I played a crazy run of good players in that tournament, actually. And I'll never forget my game against Tony Katora. We're in game two, going into time. Uh, I have the yellow Fujita from set, set five on the board and I attacked him with it the turn before. And that's I, the one that like bursts and yeah, can burst five and restand. So yeah. I the turn before I attacked him with it, burst five and, and restanded it. He's like, Oh, that's pretty cool. So in time, my deck is real little. I'm like, all right, cool. I do the Gogeta plays. I do this, that, and the third, I give the Gogeta triple attack. 
I'm attacking. He gets, I don't combo my whole hand into the last attack on Gogeta for game. And he combos out of it. Oh my God. And he's like, he's like, oh, I think you just misplayed. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll attack you with this Gogeta, with this Vegeta. And he's like, burst five. You got to burst five. You lose. I said, I don't have to burst five. He goes, <laughs> you do. I'm like, I don't. It's like, you do. And everybody's watching. I'm like, I don't. And like, he's getting mad at me. And like, he calls the judge over. And the judge is like, yeah, burst is optional. He doesn't have to burst. And I combled, <laughs> I combled the rest of my hand on this Vegeta and win the game. <laughs> Oh, sounds like you misplayed, sir. That's what you should have said. I just got up laughing. I uh, say, Tony, Tony's a cool guy. Um, he just, he didn't know how the card worked. So he got got. Um, and then I was, I made it to the last, well, I got to the last round. I tried to draw, but I couldn't draw because it was playing against Perunga of Perunga Hyder Mastery versus Shinron Gogeta. And I was playing real slow. I don't ever play slow, but I was playing real slow. I even told him, I said, hey, man, you trying to play a real slow game with Dragon Ball? You know, he says, yeah, we play a real slow game. And he still just lost turn four, two games in a row. I did not understand what was going on. I was like, you could have played your turns a little slower. You know, it's I didn't get it. But hey, it's what it is. He still made top cut. I played Giovanni, Alex Zerue in the Shinron Gogeta mirror match. He was playing mono blue, which I felt that was free against blue yellow because I had this crazy yellow blocker in my deck to stop Gogeta from killing me. And then... Top eight, I lose to Sam Martinez playing Shinron, Height of Mastery. Um, I went on a little run during this time, too, man. I topped Richmond. Uh, I should have topped the, the Philly tournament, but mm, I drew with Jordan. We told, He was playing Toa Anniversary Box. And then Hernandez, I lost to him in the mirror match in game three because I could not draw a win con. It was bad. And what, whenever Richmond was, this is when I finally get back into the game. Yeah, you came back because playing I had, <laughs> Yo, all right. So Mike has only been playing Shenjita, and I have only exclusively been playing Oob at my house, <laughs> right? I'm not going to locals. I'm not playing. I'm not even paying attention to the meta. I'm just like, bro, Oob is sweet. <laughs> so I'm just only playing Oob, and every day I'm just like swapping like one card at a time, <laughs> like just trying to make Oob as good as it possibly can be. Like I'm not playing Dragon Ball. Yeah. I'm playing Oop. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got, I mean, I got to the point where I could beat your Shenjita. Yeah. Like not regularly, got but games still. Though. I mean, I'm talking like a tier two deck beating the one of the best decks in the format. Like mm -hmm. I had all the ins and outs of Oop covered. So I go to Richmond and Mike, I'm, Mike's like, you should go to Richmond. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I only play Oop. <laughs> and he's like, nah, you can do good with it. He was like, you can beat Shenjita. I said, to be honest though, my only loss in Richmond was to Oop. Was to Oop, yeah. I was like, yo, I was so mad. And I actually should have topped that tournament. Uh, I literally had the worst luck. I needed another win, and I played against Toa, mm. which, I mean, it's not like the worst matchup, honestly, for Oob, because I can go so fast and get such a big hand size. The mirrors don't matter as much. Yeah. So I literally go for game. I do the math, and I have, like, I don't know what it, it's so long ago. Probably, like, two super con I think I had two draws, whatever the draws were. I don't know. Yeah. Two draws. And I draw two cards. It's like, I literally just need a 5K. Impossible for him to combo out. Like, I just did the yeah. math. I draw two negates. Oof. Terrible. And then I'm out. So, yeah. but I mean, you know, I wasn't playing. It was just for fun. Yeah. I went up with the homies. So it was a good, it was, it was fun. It was a good event. It, it was a good event. Uh, say it was very short. A lot of people were mad about that event, but that's another story. But during this time, so we're going, uh, going through Oh, I beat some girl playing, uh, I beat some girl playing a victory strike deck. One yeah. of the shit. When I sat down, I don't know why she was so cocky. She looked at me. She was like, Oop, <laughs> yo, I clapped her so fast. Game one. She looked at me. She was like, I don't know what any of those cards even did. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't think a lot of people understood because that's when they, the Fidel had just came out too. So like I wasn't playing. You it, weren't that, playing that Fidel. Sucked. Yeah, that card's that, terrible. It's still bad. That's how people were playing it though. Like, but Jimmy was not playing with. No, like, that card's terrible. People were playing the Fidel combo. It's like if you don't understand why it's terrible, you can talk to me. I'll talk all day about how this combo is terrible. <laughs> it's, it might be better now. It is better now. I'm playing it now, but I still don't like that I'm playing yeah. it. But at this time, so the decks were Toa, um, Peter Katani, and Thomas Henry put a lot of work in on that deck. It showed. It really showed off at the at the Invitational with Thomas topping. Uh, he lost to Ritzy in top 16. Peter won the side event. Like, it was a ARG tournament, but it was for people who didn't, like, qualify for the Invitational. But Peter won playing Toa. And Jordan was on Toa. I think he won an event with Toa. Yes, he won Philly yeah, with Toa. Yeah, like, it, But that was... That was that was later. That was, I mean, it was, it's still the same format. So you just get, I, I'm going to get into that. Okay. How, what that was. Okay. Uh, you, so you had Pan, Shinran Gogeta, Toa, Yellow Broly, and that's it really. That's the only real deck. L and Janimba still being played because people just won't stop playing Janimba. Mill two, please ain't going nowhere at this point. So then we get to Philly and that's the weekend of the debut for U6. In the assault, the Saints. Yeah, assault of the Saints, yep. and this is when I'm officially back. Yep. Like Richmond was like, I got my feet wet when a tournament. Assault of the Saints was when we split a case, and yep. I was like, Yo, I'm back. I'm buying product. We're in there. I'm competitive mm -hmm. again. Uh, that that set only really made one deck. Uh, it made U six. Nothing else really popped off from that set. Um, and U six was a starter deck to be honest. But we but we get the counterplays though. Yeah, we get counterplays. We get Champa and all those cards at that point. And uh, Vegeta the Cruel. Yeah, Vegeta. that card was that was crazy. Chompa, Vegeta Cruel, Gohan, and Mox Speed Goku all come out. The Gohan and Mox Speed or whatever, but the Vegeta the Cruel, Vegeta and Champa, those are game changers. Yeah, Vegeta the Cruel is one of my favorite cards during this time. If you don't know what it does, it's counterplay, cost two. If you have a multicolor. And it pops a card, four drop and under, and they have to discard a card. And this this also introduces multicolor. Yep, this is introduction of multicolor. It was pre-wild time. U6 was the deck, though. Uh, you just saw people implementing Vegeta the Cruel into decks, though. Yeah. Like, they were like, Yo, I gotta find a way to put this stuff in my deck. So Yeah, the, the yellow Broly U6 deck was wild. Mm-hmm. U6 was all over the place. Like, you know, whether it be the Kaba leader, Kaba Vegeta leader, or it be the hit leader, which didn't take off in America, but definitely took off in Europe. I want to make a note of that. Like we probably should have put more work into that in America, but we didn't care. We were like, we have bro yellow Broly in the Kabul leader. <laughs> so it's fine. There was a lot of buzz about this prison Frieza deck. I love prison Frieza. And so I was listening to the buzz and it did terrible. It was a Bobbity KO King. Cause KO King had oh, just came deck out. was so stupid. Uh, KO, it's, if you don't know KO King is a seven drop. They played it in actual Shinra. That Gogeta. card is broken. Uh, you take a life. It gains 25k and you take one card out your opponent's hand. And when you get down to two life, or no, is it one life? It's one life. When you get down to one life, you uh gain dual attack triple strike. Yeah, dual attack triple strike. So you're talking like a 125k dual attack triple strike card that ripped out all the negates out your hand. It's a pretty wild card. And they were trying to play in Prison Frieza uh, to gain people. It was okay. It wasn't very good. I don't know. It didn't, the Prison Frieza deck was terrible. But people played it. Um, it def it topped Gen Con. It did not top anything besides Gen Con. So take that with a grain of salt. And then we get to set seven, which is malicious machinations. No, that's not malicious machinations. No, set set seven was assault of the saints. Yes, yeah, that is set. set eight. We get to set eight, which is malicious machinations. Well, no, no, no. But before then, but way before then, though, we hit September the four the. We oh get, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, we get Draftbox four. You're right. I just completely skipped the whole thing. Hold on. Yeah, Draftbox four comes out. Uh, this is when the game changes. Sorry, guys, I messed up right there. Broly button. Broly button comes 
it comes out, but it's not, it hasn't really shown itself yet. People knew about it. People didn't. Oh, I had it sleeved up. You know, I I had that sleeved up one. Oh, yeah. baby. But it wasn't, it hadn't shown up in any tournaments though. Like, but people knew about the deck. Like it hadn't shown. It shows up like right in October though. Like, that's what everybody really knew about it. Oh yeah. But like in September with Draftbox, people were like, I don't know. This is where Red Topo, the negate comes out. Uh, I remember because I got my Judge Zeno buttons when they were like, I don't know, $5 yeah. or something. People just, people hadn't caught on yet to, it ends up being a wild day. They end up having to get rid of it if you keep up with this game. They got, they got rid of Broly Button in 2020. Oh, got that, rid of this year. Yeah, that deck was so dumb. It but, should not have been a deck. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it was a deck either, to be honest. I, I rarely lost during that format. Rare's Warcry came out for G Exploit. It's like all these super, Piccolo simulated ability, all these super good cards. Uh, some of them were expensive. Some of them were real cheap. Uh, no, none of them were expensive at the start. I uh, no, Warcry was. No, it wasn't. I mean, twenty five bucks was expensive. Well, yeah, but not what it came to be. Yeah, no, nothing was what it came to be. Like that's a whole, that's a whole other monster. I mean, draw apes were eight dollars. I got my Warcries for twenty a piece, and I got my draw apes for like ten a piece. Yeah, I so say draw apes start off eight. They went to fifteen at one point. They were even fifteen once we get to nets. But like all these cards are relatively cheap because people just don't understand. How powerful they these cards know. are. Uh, as we know now, these cards shape the game. They still, some of them are still factors in today's game. And this is from Draftbox Forum. We're on Draftbox. Exploiting Draft weakness has just come back down to around where it came out. And at. that's because it's a reprint. Right. Like not because uh, anything else. It's just because it's a reprint. Um, the uh, the four drop UI Goku. Oh, that card is $100. I made sure I got all those right away. That was the only one I didn't get right away because I just didn't <laughs> that, that car was a hundred dollars on release that was the only real expensive one actually it was it was expensive and that's why i didn't i think i ended up paying i want to say around 50 60s yeah which people, wasn't even bad but people knew that car was playable in shinran gogeta which is shinran gogeta had like proven to be like this what sucks is i needed it for broly button yeah so like you need people playing broly button but people didn't know about broly button it was the price was for shinran gogeta because it was like a 20k no, made me mad it was a 20k goku that just like works with all the 20k Vegeta's that goes into uh, Gogeta. It was nuts, man. Um, Draftbox 4, but we only had like one or two tournaments. Uh, there were people saying Draftbox 4 is terrible. Yeah, people, people thought it was bad. It wasn't bad at all. It was insane. It was like one or two tournaments in September. Uh, like the last little regional's closing out. I want to say Shinran, Gogeta, and Janimba were the two winners of those I want to know what listeners are thinking that weren't around at this time. Because they're probably like, how the hell did they think? Yeah. <laughs> like these cards were bad. And how were how was Draw Apes at eight dollars? <laughs> draw Apes was eight dollars. I promise you. Um, oh, I, I know it was. It was insane. Uh, then October, Green Yellow Rivalry, and the that's when the magnificent the leader, yeah yeah, ma yeah the magnificent collection comes out. That's the reprint of the Gogeta BR leader and the Broly BR Yellow leader, and uh, they're pretty 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 reprints and then the green guess, yellow broly that was that was pretty yeah then we get the green impactful. yellow broly arrival card which was insane yeah that's that's what i'm talking about and then you also get the demigra card that makes the demigra deck playable i don't mean i'm beyond playable makes it good oh yeah very good top tier yeah top tier deck at this point but people uh, never really played it isaiah herring played the heck yeah, out of it the reason why no one played is because october was a weird month that is Second, the second Nats is around that. It's right at the end of October. Actually, it's October 28th. I remember this because my son, my son is I'm, my, my girlfriend at the time is pregnant with my son and I was supposed to go to Chicago for Nats, but I was having like heart issues and I'm fine. I don't want you guys to say that. It was just stress related heart issues. Um, and the doctor told me I couldn't fly and there was no way I was driving. 
So I stayed the night at, at my current girlfriend's house for a weekend, who was just my friend at the time, because I just didn't want to be at home. So there was just no tournaments. So Domingo didn't get the shine, but it did get its shine at second Nats. Everybody found out how good that deck was. It definitely topped, uh, which leads us into second Nats, where we see Shinron Gogeta, Yellow Broly. Uh, I think a couple people were on the Broly button version. Some people were on the non-Broly button version, but regardless, Yellow Broly was just a very strong leader because, you know, Mira FDC and various other nonsense. I mean, it, it was just a good play. You had Warcry available for the deck. It, yeah. it feels kind of like now how you have decks like Red Broly and Big X that are just like so far above every other deck. Yeah. Yellow Broly, it was just so far above. So yeah. like the spread was just yeah. so good. And it wasn't linear at all. Like No, that was the crazy that, part. Like it was, you could do different things and pivot your game style. You didn't have to, you weren't pinned into, oh, I do this. If I can't do this, my deck is no good. You did a lot of different things and you did them at different times in the games. Uh, but I said Shin, Shinjita. Then like people like to say that the Shinron deck with Kaoken and Victory Strike and all that is not Shinjita, even though it does play Gogeta in the deck. They like to say it's more of the like Shinron ramp deck, like they call it Rampron. I mean, whatever you want to call it, it's a name. Yeah, it, same it's, shit. It still played Gogeta. It just wasn't based around played just the same Gogeta. way. Yeah, you just had better options and you had to combo some cards to bring them back with World Peace. Yeah, I remember I played it. Yeah, it was a cool deck. It was definitely fun. Um, but. Man, Broly, Broly Button does have a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, those two decks dominated the event, but Janimba topped because of Topo. That was like Pat and a couple other people did that. What else topped? I'm trying to think. Hold on. I think Pan topped that Nats again. Like, I'm pretty sure it did. There is this, I think the, Shen, the Shenron hand control deck topped. Maybe. Yeah, it was Shenron decks were topping, but it was definitely, this is before Set 8 actually dropped, which was weird because Set 8 was like two weeks after this which you guys are, we're not going to get into what set eight was, but set eight dropped after this. So this format, this Nats format was, it was like its own format actually. Cause it never had its chance before. Cause there was no real events. So it was like just Nats. And then we got set eight, which changed everything. Cause you get like yellow baby starter and stuff like that. So, and what ended up winning that Nats was Brian Samuel playing yellow Broly. He's the current national champion. He played Gogeta in his deck, you know, real good card. You know, it's, if you go go if I go Gogeta, uh, rip your hand down to three, pretty much, attack with this Gogeta. All right, untap it with my Broly. Even if you comboed out the first one, you're dead. You're not winning here. So, those were that was the deck. Um, Shinron Gogeta did not do as well as people thought it would at Nats. Uh, hindsight, we probably should have been playing Rampron style of Shinron Gogeta earlier on, but we just didn't realize, you know, what we what we could be doing. So, and just to, because listeners may not know about Broly button because then button's been banned now and yeah. we have some newer, newer, newer players too. Basically you could spend whatever energy you want on your turn. Didn't matter. And then you could play Zeno button, untap all your blue untap energy, all of your blue energy in a format where they just released all these great counter plays yep. and, and you have all these great counter attacks. Mm -hmm. They played tricolor. Like after, after Nats, people started playing tricolor Broly mm -hmm. button. I remember. They were like, yeah, man, for G the Cruel is nuts. We need, <laughs> yep. we need it. We need it. <laughs> so uh -huh. like, they were like playing the green, yellow, Broly arrival card yep. and stuff like that to make sure they could be able to do it. Uh, I also was doing that. <laughs> yeah, Jim was doing that for a while. It was it was really cool, man. I like I like that deck a lot. I wish the no button wasn't banned, but I 100% understand why it was banned. Yeah, I mean, most decks you play on your turn or your opponent's mm -hmm. turn or a little bit of both. Broly button said, I play everything on my turn, turn everything, everything on, on your, your turn. turn. I just always play. Yeah. Like they could <laughs> tap out for cards on their turn. Like, for example, they could go play 
Uh, let me think of a card they just could play. At the time, I'm trying to remember all the cards in the deck list. They, I mean, I guess they could like tab out playing Vegeta and just do a bunch of little small things. They could go for a mirror FTC play on you, right, and not kill you right there. Go to yeah, your I mean, you have the arrival Broly. You you could offensively war cry. Yeah. You have Goku Black, Unforeseen Darkness. That untaps one anyways, but only untaps one. Yeah. Uh, you can draw ape, just tap two, mm-hmm. draw yeah, two. They would draw ape and just draw a million cards also. Yeah. And then pass you, Xenobite, and everything just untaps. Yep. And you're just like, damn. And then there's still war crying and stuff on your turn, resting your card. But and you also have cards like Sensu Bean. You have yeah. Unforeseen Darkness and untaps. Your leader untaps by taking a life. life. Thank God. Because this is before the errata. Yeah. Th- so you can untap any card. Mm-hmm. Any it, card. Your leader card, energy card, battle card. It was busted. I'm just glad there's a monster super combo on cards like that. Once they came out, Broly Button was banned because this would just been too yeah, much power. Yeah, yeah. So it was definitely, it was a wild time. The deck was cool. Um, probably another deck in the top three of this game. It's probably like right now because like, I everybody says Storm's the best deck one of the best decks I don't think Storm is one of the best decks I think it was one of the best decks for at the, the time at the time right now you could take all the Storm cards pull them off the ban list play them in this format and it's not as good nowhere near it's probably not even winning it. it's probably not topping events that's why like, they brought Goten back right and no one's using Goten now right why is no one using Goten and people like bringing Bardock might be a little, off the list might be a little dangerous try it out man I don't think it's a little dangerous let I don't me know think so either. Let me know how that goes. I mean, sure, it, it could be powerful, absolutely. But you look at the power level that we've gotten to. Yeah, we're playing. We're playing way too many cards for free now. Like, yeah. Or we're playing like cards that have far more impact than uh, I search for cards. Like that's not real. I mean, I, I should say not real. It's not real impactful. It's definitely real. Like, but it's not really impactful compared to what we're doing these days. Like, we're Red Broly is literally playing critical attackers that rip cards out of your hand. Like that's insane. But yeah. So. All right, so we've we've gone through first nats, we've gone through second nats. We're not going to talk about after second nats just because it's, that's most recent. You know, next time we do a DBS history episode, we can go through to the third nats. Um, and it's obviously been a weird year with the pandemic, so yeah. it's it's hard to even call what is a format, what is not a format. Yeah, so because right now it's, it's kind of defined by when a set drops. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really defined by tournaments themselves. It's just kind of it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to explain, but. We're, we're coming up to a new year, right? So mm-hmm. in just in reflecting uh, over the past year, I'll, I'll hit you with a question that you weren't prepared for. What has been your favorite deck to play over this past year? Because it's new year, year's up, right? Um, yeah. Year in review. I would say my favorite deck to play this year was Jaren. I think that Jaren, you know, it Jose, I don't know how to say his name, from Shinron's Lair, the Jose on Shinron's Lair, I don't want to say his last name. I don't want to mess it up. It's Spanish. Know. It's a Spanish. He topped. Mercado? T- yeah, that one. Uh, he topped T.O.P. with it when everybody said the deck was no good. And then that was like, then COVID hit and ruined it. But I was already working on a, like a better version of that list that he had been playing. That deck was insane. I still think it's insane now. Like, it's so fun, man. Like, you, the things you can do with Successor, because Successor is such a powerful skill on a card. Like, people don't, people don't, yeah. people don't ever got to really see what Successor can do. Outside of Celzino, obviously we know what Celzino does, but like other successor cards are very good that exist. So my favorite deck to play this year was definitely was Jaren. I know I talk about Baby a lot, and that Baby is one of my favorite <laughs> decks, but it just it ain't the same. It's the fun in Baby is watching my opponent be upset. The fun in Jaren is Mike like, means me. <laughs> the fun in Jaren is like I'm doing a lot of cool stuff. I'm like it's 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 a very fun deck. What was yours? Um. 
I don't. So I wasn't prepared for my own question either. So I've been thinking about the last year. You know what's crazy? As I'm going through the sets that I've released, I've turned into like, I don't know. I'm thinking about the decks I played, and I'm like, I don't know if I like myself as a DBS player anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because all my DBS career, right? I mean, I did. I did start off with a lot of tricolor Ginyu, but I've tended to play a lot of kind of off meta decks. Mm-hmm. Like when everyone was on like Mecha GT or when everyone was on like Mecha good stuff, I was like Mecha hand control. Or if, uh, or like Oob obviously mm-hmm. is like another good example. Set one Broly, yeah. solid example, right? Um, 2020, I played a lot of meta decks. You sure did. <laughs> I did play a lot of meta decks. Um, I think my favorite, man, that's hard. It's definitely between Surge Piccolo and Vigex. As crummy as that sounds, those are definitely my two most played decks. I did play Surge Piccolo at the ARG Invitational, and that deck was so fun. Surge Piccolo is sweet. You draw so many cards. You rip so many cards. I played Jimmy in a case tournament locally, Surge Piccolo Mirror Match. Mm -hmm. Two different decks, but... That was that was my deck, man. I wish they would have left it. Let it I be. had the game too. I fucked up. <laughs> he did. Have Worst misplay of my life. <laughs> We're running late on time. I tell the story, but I'll yeah. save myself the embarrassment. We'll save it for another show. <laughs> um, man, I I think though I'll have to go with Skillless Figex. Skillless uh, Figex, I think, is my you favorite. You did like deck. that deck. I loved playing Skillless Figex. It was fun, for one. It was not the Vigex that anyone else was playing. I do not know anyone that had the same list as me. No, I don't think anyone was playing the same I don't know anyone that the same list. And it got to play some of my favorite looking cards. That's true. Had winter hatches that I always talk about because they look so sweet. And I got to play Krillin and the skinheads. <laughs> and saying playing Krillin and the skinheads to people is fucking hilarious. Yo, that, <laughs> was actually, that deck was actually good. I'd like... Uh, I'm I'm testing it again for the next set. Actually, <laughs> it's coming back now that I can't do Twitter. Got to run it back, baby. You know, I hey, we'll test it out and see if it cuts cuts it cuts it still. You know, yeah. But I think that's that's going to be my favorite. As much as uh, probably all the listeners are like, screw this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, any other thoughts just about this year in review? Uh, no. I take this year with a grain of salt on what people say the best decks were outside of like. Gex and Red Broly. Yeah. Like it was, it's so hard to tell what the best, the next deck is like these tournaments that we have, they're fun, you know, be proud of how you're doing them, but they, it's just not enough playing going on. No, no. For us to really say not enough quality players in the room. Yeah. Not enough solid rounds. None of them are best of three. Three. You're not siding. It's just so, so many many random, way too many. Yeah. So it's just like, we do know, obviously you look at Red Broly. That's, that's an insane deck. You look at the Vigex with Splintering Mind. That's an insane deck. Sure. They would be doing good no matter what. But, but everything else, I have to question. Absolutely. Like, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I've seen Soul Striker kill it. I've seen Green Go Tanks. I've seen Sin. I've seen Bulma do well. I've seen, I'm just like, hey, man, there's no way all these decks are actually going to be able to be tier one, like S class decks. There's no yeah. way. That's not how card games work in any any world. So it may, I, I reflect on it. And I say, I don't know what the, what the next top deck was. I just know that Red Broly and Black Vigex are nuts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think my only last closing thoughts for the year are, I will say, I've always been attracted to this game. One, because of the IP of Dragon Ball. Yeah. Two, because there is a lot of strategy. And there is just, there's so many elements in this game that aren't in other games I just, I really enjoy. But 
the art, man. The yeah. art is so good in this game. And I will say this year has been great. Has been probably the best year for art in this game we've had. Um, like we've had some great art. Don't get me wrong. Like even set one has yo, some set incredible one SPRs art. are nuts. Fantastic, right? But uh, listeners, anybody selling set one SPRs at a at a good price, not the price on Twitter. Yeah, Mike's gonna price. say sell them to me. <laughs> no, sell them to me. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking for Brolies and Zamasus. Those are some beautiful cards. Okay, well, I need. Um, well, Zamasu set two. Is it my set too? It's my set oh, too. Oh, yeah, okay. But I need hit. Oh, lightning fast hit? I need lightning fast oh, hit. I have those. Let me get one, bro. Nah. Let me get one. <laughs> nah. Those are nice. Uh, but yeah, I will say they really stepped it up, though, when I didn't even think they could this year. So I applaud them for that. Set 10 and set 9. Yeah. Whew. The SPRs in set 9, the red-blue ones. Oh, yeah. Royal Condemnation. Oh, my God. Mm. And set 10, set 10, I just look at it. It's just a beautiful set. Set 10 is very nice. I mean, it brings tears to my eyes. Also, Max Power Kamehameha is oh, one of the prettiest man. cards ever. Oh, yeah. I'm like, God damn. How do you just not side it? I don't yeah. even care if it's bad in a format. That shit's going <laughs> as a one-off. <laughs> Bro, you got to play that. That card looks so good. It's like uh, Jurassic in the Discord always sides a uh, Broly. The yeah. set one Broly always sides one. Yeah. It's it's funny. When you car looks good, man, how, and you own it, how do you not play how it? How do you not play it? Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I think I think we've I think we've killed this one. I think we're good. All yeah. Right. All yep. right. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that DBS history. It was really fun taking a blast through the past, going back some through some old memories. Oh, you know what? There was one memory I wanted to tell the listeners about. We're gonna go a little late, but I don't care. Our Atlantic City trip, bro. Oh yeah. That trip. Oh man. <sighs> the tournament itself, we don't need to worry about that. Um, but I don't did I don't think we told the story in the last show. No. You know the story I'm talking about, right? The casino one, right? Yeah, when we were walking down yeah. there. Yeah, okay. All right, so we're in Atlantic City, right? We're, me and Mike are playing this regional, whatever. Um, I've made it to the last round. I lose to, I think we talked about it last episode, because this is before First Nights. Yeah, this is before First Nights. Yeah, so what, whatever. I'm, I'm an episode late. But anyway, so I lose to uh, Joey, who's playing Hercule, and then, of course, I get to play Pat, one of the only other people in the room playing Hercule. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, that's fantastic. I guess I just lose. So anyways, I'm mad. I, I think, I don't know. I, I was one win short, I think, of topping. Something yeah, like that. if you beat Pat, you If I beat in. Pat, I topped. Yeah, because Pat topped. Mm -hmm. It was whoever won topped. Um, so me and Mike leave. We're like, all right, let's go get some food. And we're walking down the street. And Atlantic City changes very quickly. Oh, yes, it does. Very quickly. So we're in like the nice, like, what is that considered? Like downtown? Yeah, down, down, I don't know what you call it. Casino area. Casino area. It's, it's like nice, you know. We're, we're at the convention center. Man, we make one turn. Down MLK Boulevard. Oh, and my God. I'm going to tell you now, man. I'm pretty street streetwise guy, you know. And I'm, I'm I have a lot of poor people in my family. I work in a very poor city. I know MLK when it's on a street name is not about to be a good street <laughs> to be on. Uh, it did not dawn to me at the time though because I was just like in a euphoria of being away from home. It wasn't paying Playing attention. Dragon Ball, Playing Dragon Ball, hanging out with Jim. Got the homies all around. Um, mistakes were made. Man, we walk down the street and it it starts looking a little sketchy. You know, I see there's some people. Uh, you know, homeless people sit on the curb. I'm like, whatever. You know, I'm from Philly, right? Homeless people everywhere. Um, we start walking down the road. I'm like, oh, look at Mike. I'm like, Are you getting a weird feeling, bro? Oh, I'm getting the weird feeling. <laughs> yeah, this is a little bit of weird feeling. So we walk by. This guy walks up to him. Mike's got, he always wears a lot of gold. He's got gold on right now, actually. I Lots do. of gold on right now. I walk around with thousands of dollars worth of gold on me, actually. At all times. <laughs> at all times. This guy walks up to Mike real close. He goes, hey, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. He's like, Nice jewelry. Mm -hmm. I said, like, oh, fuck. I looked at Mike. I was like, I think we're going to have to fight this guy. 
his attire was the uh, Adidas tracksuits. Like, oh, I was like, yeah, this guy's definitely selling dope. Like, yeah. And it, like, he got real close. I was like, so I started positioning myself to the left. I'm like, if I got, I'm just going to smoke this guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he walks off. And then we walk by these other two guys who I felt like they were out of a movie, bro. This guy also all Adidas gear mm-hmm. and like fish hats. Yeah. And they're like half break dancing around <laughs> us. <laughs> Like, like I could not make this up, bro. They're like dancing in circles around us. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So this bus comes up and we said, there's like more sketchy people up ahead. And I'm like, we might got to fucking turn. I don't know, bro. We need to do something out here. This bus comes up. Mike sprints to the bus. <laughs> hell yeah. I was like, hey, about to get me. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I guess we're running. I was like, we're either fighting or running. So we both run over to this bus. The bus went like twenty dollars. Yeah, I said you. That's, that's insane. Twenty. We looked at each other. We're like, well, we'll just go fight these people. <laughs> we get off the bus. <laughs> so we get off the bus, walk back down the road, and we end up walking down a sketchier alleyway that's yeah. like pitch black, dark. And then we we're like, let's just call an Uber. Uber. <laughs> That shit was terrible. He wanted all my money. I said, nah, it was not all my money, but he wanted my money though. I was like, yo, yeah. can't do this. There's no way I'm giving twenty. That was a real. So then wild we time. end up going to some Italian restaurant. Food wasn't bad. Uh, the waitress was a little rude. She was very rude. But uh, and we were like, we could go to the casino. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were going to go to the casino. That was the whole point of going to Atlantic City. We we're like, we can play Dragon Ball and gamble. We, did we not, both love to gamble. Did not hit the casino. We both fell asleep but, immediately. Yep. Got to the got upstairs to the room to take a break real quick. Passed out. I was, yeah. I was upset. With the I friend. will say I was down to go and Mike was like, I'm going to just lay down for a second. Yeah. Everybody should know if I ever say I'm going to lay down for a second. It's game over. It's game over. It, it, ain't, it ain't for a second. It's for but, some hours. Mm, it was funny, though. It would have been. <laughs> I was just like, because I remember walking down the alley and I was like, you're ready to fight, right? Yeah. And Mike was like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm going to have to fight. I was like, I hope he doesn't break this fucking chain. Fighting. <laughs> God damn. All but, right. But. Just a lot, a lot of good stories. Fun fun to think back of all, all the good times. Lots of really good friends. We've got good friends that we've met along the years in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we, you know, keep making good times, good yep. friends. That's what I'm, it's all about. I'm all about hanging out with people I meet at tournaments. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, let's get into results of training. Results of training. So uh, lots of games going on in the Discord. Yep. I have played none, actually. This My mother's been in town. I haven't been able to play. I have been theory crafting though in my spare time and like messing with decks. Um, I've been trying to figure out that Toa deck, you know, it's not ready getting prepped for this, this PPG this weekend. I feel like I'm as good as I need to be for this PPG tournament at this point. Like I'm just playing baby. I almost played Jiren, but I feel like everybody's going to play for Gex and splintering mine. is just annoying for Jiren. So I was like, I'll can't bust that out right here. So baby it is, but uh, I haven't messed with that Toa deck. Um, I am very confused on why people think it's good. I think it's a good local deck. Like, you know, you go to locals with it, you'll have a great time. Yeah. For sure. I think it's a fun deck. It's too slow. Like, what it does is not impactful enough to be that slow. And a lot of the cards you can interact with. Yeah. Almost every single one. And I'm like, yeah, that's... so, I don't know. But there's just... An- all the top decks have answers for it. That's yeah. the thing. Like, so... It's probably going to be the best of the lower tier decks. One of the best. Yeah, I can see that. Like, I don't even know if like it could be good in a Sin Shinron dominated format, though. Yeah. I think it's like it's going to require a Soul Striker Green Gotenks type format. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. But like these. But we're past that. They were past that, though. Like, you know, if we're talking about. Those times are dead and gone. We're talking about aggressive <laughs> decks. Oh, I don't think this deck can hang. Um, 
I do think that it's going to be cool. One of the listeners was messaging me. He's giving me some of the plays. I was like, that's pretty cool. And so I'm going to test out some, I'm going to test out his deck this upcoming week. Um, see how I like it. But I, I definitely have not been liking it's it against red Broly. Like that right there is my determining factor. If your deck can't play against red Broly, I don't want to play the deck. That's like my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been getting a ton of games in the discord. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been watching. Yeah. I've been, yeah. So I've seen some cool things. Uh, I'm gonna let Jim talk though, because Jim's played more. So this and this is a, if you listen to us often, you know I'm normally the one playing most of the time. It is, yeah, yeah. But Jim's the one who's been playing. Yeah. So I've I've been testing Vigex because I'm I'm still very fifty fifty. I tested all Dark Broly last week. I've been testing all Vigex this week. I'm still at a coin flip as to what I'm gonna play. I don't know. I kind of want to play Vigex just because I've played it this whole time. You're gonna play Vigex. I'm probably gonna play Vigex. I feel very. Um, Reminiscent to Cell Chain. Remember how I always said I wasn't going to play Cell yeah. Chain? And then I still played, played it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably the same thing's going to happen. I should probably play Dark Broly. I think I will, would be more successful with Dark Broly, but. Mm. I, I think playing, playing Dark Broly is a hard, hard decision. Um, you know, I know Cheska plays it all the time. He loves the deck. He's really good with it. Uh, playing Dark Broly this, this particular weekend, though, I think it's tough. Because it's the last weekend for Vigex to have Splintery Mine. And so many people are going to play it. And I know Dark Broly has a positive matchup against Vigex. Well, you have to play perfect. You have to play perfect. Yeah, and I have not done much testing with Dark Broly. And I'm like, man, playing perfect against Vigex probably three to four times in one day. Here's my thing. I think that where I think I've come to, and I'm probably starting to lean Vigex as well, is when I, me and Chesco played from the Discord a lot, mm-hmm. and I did not get a game off of him with playing Vigex. Yeah, felt terrible. He was. We wanted to test Vigex versus Dark Broly specifically. Now every game came down to one card. I misplayed in one game that should have been. A, we both agree that should have been a W. I just misplayed. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, that's not a good record, right? Yeah. Now the problem though that I'm having is they always came down to like 5k combo. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are the chances someone plays dark Broly as much as Chesco? Correct. And it p- sequences that perfectly. I'm like, as long as I don't see him, I feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's because that- I played against, I played against others playing dark Broly and it was like 90, 10, Viget- like I didn't even break a sweat. It was just flying through them. Right. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things, right. Where you go, all right, somebody really good with the deck. It's going to beat me most of the time, but somebody's bad with the deck or just medium or with just the deck. even, even if they're good with the deck, if they have not sequenced against Vigex, perfect the whole way through and you guys are playing unsighted games. What happens when you start siding cards? Yeah. You know, that, that helps you a lot. Like, I don't, I don't know if you're going to side Mechikabora, but I feel like side Mechikabora. No, I, I am like in it's Vigex. In my side. Yeah. Just side Mechikabora. That's a free turn for you. Right. Yep. You just get to go off. Absolutely. So. Yeah, so uh, I think I think I'm probably leaning to Vigex, but I've had a lot of really great games with him. Uh, I played some Sean. Sean's been testing starter. Sean Sean's been testing some uh, wild things. Yeah, Sean playing that starter Frieza with Harudagarn. Starter Frieza with the Frieza parasitic ball chain. He also tried starter Frieza with just green good stuff, and he tried starter Frieza with the Power Rangers. What's going on here? He's getting wild. He said he he said, "Look, I'm just trying to try everything with starter Frieza and make it work." Uh, I think he has decided on starter freeze a good stuff. That was, I think the only win he had gotten. I like the idea. I mean, I need to play him. I have been, well, I mean, here's the thing, any solid green deck that can net you some hand advantage while being able to loop dormant and play blockers is good. And starter Frieza with the new tapion from DraftBox, the advantage you get is pretty crazy. Yeah, for right? sure. 
So, I mean, I get it. Like, if I if an aggro deck does not like if you're playing Vigex, right, and you do not fire off the gates turn one and two, and then lose. they get to a dormant. Well, that's what happened. My only we we played, I don't know, probably like five, six games. And the only time I lost was when I couldn't go off one and two. And he was able to get into his dormant with blockers. I mean, at one point he had three tapions and a Zarbon. Yeah. What, what do, do I do? Especially not sided. Yeah, you're not doing anything to that. No. So it's just like it's very it's very tough uh to get through that. So I get it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's not bad, but yeah, we t- we tested those Vigex still obviously favorite. Uh, I tested some. I'm trying to think of. I don't know. We've been playing so many games in there. Yeah, no, it's I, like nonstop. I mean, uh, there was one user testing the set one Broly with a new field card. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's it's cool. I don't think it's going to be like top tier or anything no, like that. But no. I don't think it even comes close to what we power level of decks now. But fun, it's, it's fun cute. locals deck though. Fun fun locals deck. Yeah, Which fun locals. Deck. I think that's very important. You know, people always. At like fun locals decks isn't isn't a real thing. No, you can't play the best decks all the time and expect people to have fun playing with you and you have fun. Yeah, good like, luck having a locals. Yeah, you got to play some fun stuff, man. Like fun stuff, it's cool, man. They didn't make all these cards for no reason, <laughs> you know. Yep. Clearly, clearly, they had like casual stuff in mind. And we, if you play tournament style all the time, sure. But if you're gonna play at your locals and you're like dominating your locals with the top index, give them a break, man. Play it. Play something fun. Yeah. Get out there. Uh, I'll wrap up results of training with just some advice from pe- for people playing Vigex. Uh, one, if you're playing against Dark Broly, for the love of God, do not play Trunks Over Realm on turn one. They will kill it. Yep. It's gone. They will kill your Vegeta every time, and then you lose all of your plays. And you can trust me when I say, mm-hmm. if they're a good Dark Broly player, you need Splintering mm-hmm. Mind to win. Yeah, you got. You rid will of that not win if you don't hit that Splintering Mind. Because if you let Demigra stay on the board, it's game over. You need Splinter. You need to remove the, and you need that free life. Yeah. You need you need that free life, and you need, they will starve your awaken and rip every card out of your hand. Mm-hmm. I agree. So you need Splintering Mind in that matchup. That is your priority. Uh, second, if you are playing against Vigex, please control their unison. Oh yeah. Do not let them get there. You should never ever have someone pull a neg four off of you unless you thought you had game and you just thought wrong which apparently yeah. you still misplayed yeah so uh, that's please. any deck against go tank i mean forget against the go tanks and forget that thing should never ultimate never never ever ultimate like if you let that card go neg four you deserve and remember your opponent cannot slide multiple copies of a unison under a unison they can yeah. only do one per turn so you know at all times where it's wh- going where it caps right yeah so count how many are in the drop and warp if you know there could be one in their hand Always put them. That go tank should always be at three. Yeah, it should never be hitting. It, it never, should never be above three, unless it's the turn you're going to win. Mm-hmm. There's no way. That's it's insane. If unless you, it's the turn you're going to win, or you know whether they get the ultimate or not, you lose the next turn. That is the only time you allow that to happen. Yeah, I can't imagine when that go tanks hit me like that. The only higher priority is splintering mind. If they left it, have it rested and there's no trunks there, but like you're not going to kill that splinter mind anyways. Probably no, you will. I think you're gonna. I think I, a lot of decks are gonna kill it. I think I'd just rather hit the life. It depends. I mean, it depends on your deck, obviously. But I, I think I'm going for your life. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna risk it. Go, go. Put you down to three. I think it's very matchup dependent. Yeah. If you I'm, put me to three, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. If I'm at four and you're at three, though, and you're gonna take me to three with his effect, I'm okay with this. For you to go to one, you you better know you can survive that next turn. You better have that dormant double blocker ready. Every deck I play, always surviving. Well, you play baby. You don't count. <laughs> All right. Let, let's get into mailbag. I got a special order on a pallet of sweets for Jocko. Wait, aren't you Monaka? Monaka's Delivery Service. Monaka's Delivery Service.
All right. Before we jump into this, um, I do want to give some shout outs to our sponsors that I should have given earlier. I apologize, but uh, we're learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to remember all this, uh, but Apex Decks. Guys, check out Apex Decks. They're one of our sponsors. New deck building site. Fantastic. I think it is the best deck building site out there. It works incredibly fast. It works on the phone, which is nice. And it works smooth on the phone. Yeah. I was like, I was like hey, man, because I don't really do a lot of sitting at my computer messing with decks, but I do do a lot of sitting on my phone messing with decks, and this is clean. So I was like, I like this. It's the, clean, it's the cleanest experience I've had in any game for deck building on my phone, pretty much. Yeah. So Can't beat it. Apex-decks.com. The link's below. Check it out. Register a deck. If you post a deck that you register there, we give you some free XP in the Discord too. So definitely jump in on that. And then second, hey, it's Leon on Twitch. Uh, Leonard, he's one of our locals. He streams games from our Discord every other Saturday morning. So definitely give him a follow. That way you can always be up to date. And sometimes he just jumps in anyways in just random days and we'll put up some streams. So give him a follow. Turn on the notifications. That way you always can watch the Hermit Style games going on and know when they're going on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Leonard's a cool guy. All right. So mailbag, uh, we've got some questions this week. We're running late on time. So I'm Mike, I'm going to let you pick one and I'm going to pick one. And then that's it for this week. All right. Well, can we answer some of them anyways, actually we did, but uh, for no- number one, it says Mike, why do you think Roshi should be banned? And also why FDC? All right. I think Roshi should have been banned because there's no reason that someone should be able to dorm potential loot me for one. I'm okay with super 17 draft box four getting Dora potential back and looping it that way. Cause you had to pay for energy to invest it into this card. But when you are Dora potential looping me with a card that you're pitching for Dora potential and paying one to get it back, you're preventing me from playing the game. Like that's not, that's not fair in any way, shape or form. That, that's actually unhealthy for the game. Fortunately, these green decks aren't very good to be honest outside of Dora potential and, and Roshi that they don't win. So cool. But all it takes is for them to get a winning card, right? Like, and Turles may be this winning deck for them. So if now I'm getting Dorn Potential looped while my opponent's playing a million free cards on me, attacking me, that's not cool. So I think that's why I wanted Roshi banned. I don't want Dorn Potential banned. I think it's a fine card. I just don't think it should be able to be looped for one. And in FDC slash Kai, there's too many cards that say 30K naturally on them. So now being at two life represents one life in so many matchups. Like, even on 20Ks, the fact that, like, we're running around with go tanks, uh, all the, the dark Broly cards, uh, it putting it on unison cards that are 20 Ks or even unison cards, period. I think that's dumb. I can't even interact with the unison when it has it or the leader, but you know, add the giant body cards, baby Hatchiak having it. It's not cool, man. Like it's, it takes away the point of the game where I need to take your life strategically. No, you go to two, you're dead probably now. So now I have to, now I have to go to three. Well, the, every leader awakens at four for the most part. So I have one life to mess around with. Once I, once I go to three to two, I'm dead. You know, you have to, if I allow attack to go through and the game is not built around playing the gates. Obviously there are decks that do play a lot of gates, but the game is not built around playing a bunch of the gates. That's bad for the design of this game. FDC has won more games than any card in this whole game combined. It may have won more games than all the cards in this game combined. It's dumb. It had I think it, it, I think it absolutely has. Yeah. I, it had its time where it was fair. I think I felt like originally it was fair. I felt like it was fair even with, Mirror FDC to be honest, like everybody complained about that, but I was like, that's kind of fair. You see it coming, they set it up on you, you know what I'm saying? But now it's just like every card is potentially lethal, you know, that's not cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna keep playing, this is stopping from playing, but I'm definitely gonna play the negate decks then because this is stupid that people are dying like this. Yeah, no, I agree. 
All right, uh, I'm going to field a question. Uh, there's some people asking about VicX. We kind of hit that. Some people ask about ban list. We kind of hit that already. Uh, I'll take on the best budget replacement for meta strategies. Uh, and he specifically wanted to know about draw apes. So, I mean, it's kind of hard because a lot of decks don't even need draw apes in general right now. Draw apes is a horrible card now. Yeah, you don't you don't need it. So I would say don't even bother. The price also gone down on them. Now, if you, I mean, if you, I mean, there's, I don't know. You have you have Boo, Wickedness Incarnate. You have not even a scratch if you really want to draw a card. But the best cards to replace draw apes are Unison cards. Yeah. Um. There's that game has changed uh, since Unison's been around. Draw ape has kind of been irrelevant. Uh. I know a lot of players who don't have draw apes. They I see them post in the discussion groups about draw apes. Like you know, they still like, like they complain about not having access. If you look at a lot of these decks that've been topping, no one's playing draw apes. You may see a Soul Striker deck playing it only because he can untap two. Right. That's part of his deck. Untap two. But those social decks aren't even good, man. Like, no one plays draw apes. The cards aren't good in this format. They're not ever going to be good again. Unison has replaced that effect. Like, if I could play a Unison that says draw a card, I get that value over turns. So that, and they can't remove this Unison. That's better than me tapping two energy to draw two cards. So, if I was you, I wouldn't worry about replacing that. You know, and there's... Warcry is cheap now. Like I try to even think of, like, real expensive staples at this point that you need to play competitively. It's just color-based cards. Like, right. Door potential was the like, problem is that everything is so archetype based. Yeah, it's kind of like you just need the cards for the archetype. There aren't a lot of replacements for the specific cards you need. Like you can't replace the tournament pack Broly to play Red Broly. Yeah, you yeah. just you have to you have to dish out the you cash. You can't replace the, the revenge big bang revenge big bang attack. Even though now it's down to twelve dollars, so $10. that's cool. Ten dollars. That's that's good. Down to ten dollars a card. So, like at this point, there really isn't a high there high. isn't a high barrier to entry for any deck at this point. Yeah, like you could play a non-meta deck. That has a good strategy, like Majin Vegeta, for example. I think and, you can play well. plenty of decks for under a hundred dollars right now. Yeah, easily. There's a lot of them. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of them. There's a whole lot of them that are under a hundred dollars for sure. Especially if you just don't play an SCR, and there are a lot of decks that don't need an SCR to be honest. So, and if you are playing a deck that goes later, you just play Stroud at Fuel. Yep. Instead that, of an SCR, and that card's like two bucks. Yep. So there you go. All right, guys, uh, we're gonna start wrapping up here. Uh, Mike, any last thoughts that you want to share? You know. I'll do better on testing. I ain't been testing this week, but I got the webcam set up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll look I, forward I, to I feel it. like I let you guys down. I normally have a lot more to say about the game, like in my testing, but I just, my mom coming in town Christmas. It's just, yeah, a lot. it's just the holidays, man. Yeah. But uh, guys, get in the giveaway. Last chance. Chris Anderson from Spiral Mallet Graphics went. Yo, Chris actually messaged me. There's people messaging him being like, bro, please, can you print that Shamrock for me with the glasses? Nah, <laughs> and we're like, no, you can't. This is it. It's a one of one for one lucky listener. That's mm -hmm. it. I got the baby with the glasses that he made for me. I was like, this is so good. That's mm -hmm. also why I had to play baby this weekend. You know, please join the Discord. Even if you missed it, if you hear this late, join the Discord. You can get some good quality playtesting. And we're, right? we'll continue to do the giveaways and things. Yeah. And you'll be the first to know. I'm always about doing the giveaways. It's one of those things to get people enticed. So, yeah. You know, join the Discord. Be on the lookout for that. Listen to the podcast. Here to look out, but really join the Discord so we can play. I'm yes. trying. To, I'm trying to play. You know, we're building a community, man, and it's sweet. Yeah. Be a part of it. I say maybe one day we do like I don't know some challenges or some like wonky little competitions or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm working on some things. All right. Cool. Well, that's it, everybody. Hopefully, everyone has a safe and happy holiday. Hopefully, they had a good Christmas and happy New Year. Happy New Year's. Problem on my back every day I got the shit Can't wait to try whatever away